You're listening to Bloom in Tech with David Bloom. This podcast sponsored by Fabric Media in Venice, California. Hey everybody, welcome back to another episode of Bloom in Tech. I'm your host David Bloom and I am here today to talk a little bit about Worlds. The you know, it's Worlds with a Z. It's a conference starting this week uh, on Tuesday. I just will debut right before that does. Uh, but it's a little bit more than a conference. It's a little unlike most of the big confabs out there that involve big names, big urban venues and the like. Yeah, there are plenty of notables from big brands such as MasterCard, Hyundai, iHeartMedia, Vans, Marvel, T-Mobile, and Facebook. But for one thing, it has not one but four areas of focus, including culture, tech, social impact, and leadership. Under those big idea categories, there are subcategories such as cryptocurrency, story making, brand building, purpose-driven marketing, sustainability, career mapping, wellness and biohacking, marketing technology, AI and robotics, and trend spotting. Opening Tuesday morning at the Long Beach Performing Arts Center, it's year four of what I think is really an interesting experiment in what it means to be a conference. For one thing, it's really a big conference connected to a bunch of smaller ones throughout the rest of the year. Second, there's an attempt to build an ongoing community through that string of demi-conferences and gatherings, and by efforts during the big conference itself to connect big-name people, they call them masters, with the thousands of attendees who come to each session, with lots of little one-on-one meetings and all the rest. It's a much more retail-sized engagement in a lot of these things than I think we typically see, and I like it. I like the way they do it. It's an audacious effort to rethink the notion of what a conference, putatively one about marketing and brands, but only in the broadest sense, can be. The brands and the marketing here include you too. How are you presenting yourself? How are you branding and marketing yourself? How are you thinking about your place and that of your company in the broader scheme of society, culture, and transformative technology? These are big questions, and they are worth asking of ourselves, of our companies, and of the world in which our companies and ourselves operate. And I think it's really great that Worlds actually broaches those questions and makes us think about it. I love some of the stuff. I went to the thing a couple of years ago and will be there this year in the second day. I won't be able to make the first because of some other commitments. But I love the fact that it did sessions on things like how to feed creativity and and um, really push the way we think about um, how we are creative people. And that's just a small part of what they do. And they had a lot of really, as I said, big name folks talking about big ideas and were honored, um, lots of interesting folks. And they'll do that again this year. Uh, ahead of the conference, I talked with Roman Cinder, the founder and head of Worlds, and that's Worlds with a Z, who recently talked about what Worlds is and where we're headed with tech, marketing, and more. Give a listen, and if you can find a way to swing by even one day of the Worlds conference or get engaged in coming months in the many conferences to come, I strongly recommend it. In the meantime, uh, let's uh, take a break for a quick message, and then we'll be back with Roman Sender. And here's my conversation with Roman Sender, who is the head of Worlds, the unusual conference uh, debuting Tuesday here uh, September 10th at the Long Beach Performing Arts Center. Let's uh, give a listen to our conversation. (laughs) 
guys are a few years into this thing now and it's sort of kind of growing up a little bit, I guess. But tell me a little bit about what you guys are hoping to achieve this year and what you're trying to do with the conference. Thank you. And first of all, uh, I just want to say that um, we've been checking out your podcast. So uh, congrats on building that up also. Uh, yeah. It's, all, yeah. it's an it's uphill all, battle. <laughs> it's all yeah, thanks. Thanks. Um, and thanks for the time. Uh, yeah, I mean, the world, world is a journey. Um, and uh, we launched it in chapters. And uh, our chapter one, which was in 2016, was called The Maiden Voyage. And it's a metaphor for our lives because we kind of started this journey together. Um, mm -hmm. And we had um, kind of 100 speakers or masters, we call them, and 800 attendees. And then uh, our second year, 2017, uh, was chapter two, Losing Sight of the Shore, uh, which stands for letting go of the known and the familiar and getting out of your comfort zone and exploring new lands and opportunities. And all of our jobs and careers are about getting out of the comfort zone, right? Right. Um, or at least for growth. Uh, and then last year was chapter three, 2018. And it was, uh, our theme was chasing true north. Uh, and that really stands for uh, to find um, our true purpose in our life and in our work. We need to find our true north. And so I think that really resonated with the community. And so now here we are. We're a world, chapter four, 2019. And the theme is awakening the tribe. And what that really stands for is you can't, to imagine your greatest dream and to achieve it, you can't do it on your own. You need your friends, you need your mentors, you need your partners. And so that's what the theme is this year is partnerships and collaborations. How does that manifest in the programming and the structure of the thing this year compared to previous years? Yeah, I mean, the, the most important measure for success that we have is the projects and partnerships that come out of the world's community. And it's a community, so that means it's year-round, and of course our main summit is coming up. Uh, one one project, uh, for example, that we're we're super proud of was um, the T-Mobile and Fox home runs for hurricanes, and so that's kind of a triple bottom line project. It was a, a huge multi-million dollar project. It was between T-Mobile and it was between Fox. Twitter was involved and it was, and it was helping hurricane victims um, during the World Series. So that's a really good example of a project that's coming together through uh, partnerships and uh, members of the community. And I've got Samantha here, um, and we can talk to you a little bit about, um, you're curious about kind of what program we've got going on and stuff like that? Yeah, but I guess I don't want to lose track of the home runs for hurricanes. How did, how did that work? I mean, I guess it's sort of a on, on air uh, fundraising and being able to tweet donations as well. Is that how that all played out? Yeah, exactly. So the way that that all came together is one of our world's masters uh, was the president of Fox, uh, Joe Marchese, and one of our other world's masters um, and partners uh, was Nick Drake, the CMO of T-Mobile. And so mm -hmm. it's in that community that they came together and thought of that, thought of that idea. And then they were able to put it in place pretty quickly, it sounds like, because you guys are usually in September sometime, right? Yeah. That's good. So, and so that was something because they they built a. What you're saying is they built a relationship there. They were thinking about that, and that led to a partnership that that led to raising some money. Do you know how much by chance? Um, I can get back to you on the amount, but it was super impactful. I mean, these are multi-million dollar projects. There's there's dozens of others, and you know what we like to say is that you know in the world's communities, projects get originated, accelerated, or pushed over the finish line. And what is it about the community that you think? 
makes that happen. You've got some pretty high profile folks involved. Obviously, it helps because they have access to some stuff that uh, Joe Blow doesn't necessarily have. But what is it that helps get that over the, gets that over the line, as you say? Yeah, I mean, I think like one of our key points is really intimacy. And so we really try to um, have our members become friends first. Mm-hmm. And I think with organizations that are, are, are large, you have to become friends to be able to build trust. And out of that trust, and I'm sure, you know, David, you experienced this too, out of that trust, uh, relationships develop. And out of those mm-hmm. relationships, business partnerships develop. What are the sort of trust building exercises, structures, uh, events that you'll be doing this time around? Well, one of the first things that we do is we actually have an icebreaker in each of the programming sessions uh, within at the summit. So from the moment you walk through our doors, there's an icebreaker in the main stage. Uh, we have uh, this year Jim Quick, who's kind of the brain coach for Elon Musk um, mm-hmm. and a lot of other kind of talented people. Uh, big thinkers. And so he creates um, icebreaker exercises. So you get to meet the people around you. And so it doesn't feel as much of a business vibe, but instead you feel like, you know, you kind of become fast friends with folks. And then, um, and then again, again, I have Samantha here who is really kind of leading programming, but in each of our, what we call master courses, workshops, uh, we have icebreakers before it even begins. So you get to know all the people around you and you kind of, kind of break down those walls that, Sometimes you have with people, well, oftentimes you have with people you never met. What are the headliners this year? And, and what are they bringing to the table to help build the partnerships and, and cooperative, cooperative gameplay, I guess is what I'll call it, uh, that you're trying to encourage this time around? This year we're honoring two individuals as our world titans and we'll be announcing others. Shaquille O'Neal is one of them. And it's not just about recognizing him as an incredible athlete, but also as just an exceptional entrepreneur. He really drives with intuition and helps people to identify opportunities and that kind of skill to translate to this audience is just extraordinarily valuable. Another is Jonah Peretti, who is the co-founder of Huffington Post and has built BuzzFeed from the ground up. Having those kind of individuals adjacent to one another just provides like a really different sort of conversation where when you're listening to Jonah and you're doing it in both a, a larger setting on our main stage, but, all, but also intimate settings in, you know, our in conversations, he's really going to be able to unpack how you build something like this and how you can make your business, you know, rise to that kind of plateau that they've gotten to. Are either of them, I mean, they're going to get the world titan honors as it may be. Uh, and certainly Shaq is uh, big enough, uh, having, having stood next to him, and I'm no small man, um, he's certainly big enough to count as a titan physically. Um, yeah. but, but, but will they just be speaking, or will they be doing the master courses too, or other things like that? The two of them are going to be focused in a, a wider audience for us, where everybody gets to experience them, but they're also going to be doing special moments that are more intimate whether that's okay. in creating smaller sessions or opportunities they can engage with people. The community really is about boundary lowering, lowering to Roman's point. So it's about giving people a chance where somebody doesn't just come in and spend some time and leave. Most people spend a lot of time at the event and that's the beauty of all of our world's masters that we can certainly talk mm-hmm. through some of the programming highlights there as well. And, yeah. uh, and the other thing I mentioned about intimacy, I think one of the cool stats that we're proud of because we'll have close to 250 speakers, um, is that it's almost like an eight to one speaker slash master to attendee to an attendee ratio. 
So you literally get to sit down with the people that are kind of like your mentors or even sometimes your heroes. Because there's enough of them laying around. It's not like they're all getting mobbed by just a, a handful and we're just yeah. getting mobbed. Yeah. That, that's, that's exactly the point, David. You know, we build such a huge onslaught of experts in the field that come in to be world's masters. So going to a master course that's led by, you know, a senior leader at HBO who's going to be able to really unpack culture for you is a really special experience for a 100-person room. The same thing goes for the CMO of MasterCard or the global president of SA Lauder. There's a huge, you know, slurry of names that we're really being able to bring forward to have those conversations and teach that learning in a really hands-on kinesthetic environment. So it's not someone just talking at you all the time in a giant room where you're getting lost. You're having a chance to feel like this person is teaching you something and mentoring you towards the next chapter of your own career. Give me a couple of the particularly intriguing courses that'll be taught that might want to, that might, dra- might grab a lot of attention or a lot of, a lot of interest out there. Are people already, I guess people are already signing up for the classes they want and things like that, right? People are joining us at the event and they're registering right now. The actual programming registration happens before the event to really democratize and getting everyone a chance to be able to grab their spots, which happens as kind of the club date. A few of the master courses that I think are pretty provocative. uh, Raja Rajmanar, who's the CMO and Chief Communications Officer of MasterCard, is going to help to facilitate a session where it's really about their new Sonic brand. And that's an awareness for marketers to understand how to really position themselves, not only from a visual setting, but for a multi-sensory experience. So identifying a sound that your brand is really associated with and really understanding why it's a multi-touch point of getting a message across to consumers that's important right now. Uh, Stefan, yeah, that's really interesting. I've been, I've, I've been, yeah. I've been doing a lot of uh, conversations around audio and tools and stuff like that and you know audio search voice search is going to be a huge deal Mm -hmm. that really affects a lot of brands so he's going to speak to some of that that's that's actually pretty interesting though i think people are like what you know but it's going to be a huge deal in an era of of smart smart speakers and all that kind of stuff and voice activated you know siri and alexa and all that it's going to be a huge deal and how you deal with that so interesting okay yeah, and the special part is that it's not, just, it's not just reading an article on him. It's really having him help you to unpack what does that strategy look like for your business, which is kind of a, an opportunity you don't really get anywhere else. Sure. So, for example, we have Eric Edge, who is an SCP of Brand Communications at Postmates. He's really going to talk about the disruption in the distribution model. So that one is really kind of playing with the idea of get it now and what that means, certainly from a space where the food industry is concerned, but every industry is really jumping on the bandwagon to understand how distribution has changed and why it's changed in such a serious degree. And those are things that, you know, Raj touches a lot on technology and really about brand resonance. Um, the post-made session that I just mentioned is around distribution. But then we really dig in very seriously to culture. So I mentioned it lightly, but our HBO session is one that is really going to start to unpack that. So HBO partnered with an organization called Translation, and they're the powerhouse behind the really um, provocative and super popular series, The Defiant One. So mm-hmm. they're going to unpack how that series came together, why telling the story of Jimmy Iovine and Dr. Dre was not only an important moment for culture, but how you can broaden that conversation to let other people understand the inside baseball as well as the business navigation of it. And that means both in the content and what it meant for HBO and translation. So that's a pretty important pillar for us when we think about programming. 
not only just technology or how you lead or how you affect our world, but also what's attached to zeitgeist, what craft culture and the experiences that people have with culture. So we build lab-like environments. Some of the rooms exist, some of the spaces we create ourselves. So for example, we take over their entire front lawn and create something that's never been done before called mentorship lunches. So we'll be hosting over 40 different C-suite leaders hosting a table where people get to sign up and share a meal with them and share career advice and ask the questions they've wanted to. So some spaces like that are really reimagined. Other spaces that are on site that exist get turned into lab-like environments where people can really have a classroom setting that caters, you know, 80 to 100 participants in a room to really focus on a topic. And it's funny, you know, most people think that in an event of 2,500, it's not really possible to create intimacy, but we meet that where it is by creating such a great quantity of programming that there's somewhere sort of a choose your own adventure for all of our attendees. They really get to yeah. self-elect what their journey looks like. They get to be in settings where they're lowering their boundaries and meeting other people. To Roman's point, an icebreaker is always sort of a happy mandatory obligation that everyone takes on and they really get into it and excited by it. And it's, it's a wonderful way for them to not only learn a lot, but build their network in the process. How many sessions, again, total over how many days? So over the two days, we'll host over 40 breakout sessions. Okay. As far as our master courses, we'll have 40 additional mentorship lunches, about, you know, 150 different masters that go through what's called Meet the Masters, which is sort of like speed dating meet mentorship. We'll have yeah. three different keynote sections, um, fireside chats, you know, half a dozen panels. So a lot of different vehicles for learning and a lot of opportunities for yeah. people to engage in the way that they learn best. Why'd you guys end up going down to Long Beach? Um, one of the main reasons is we kind of want to get people out of their day-to-day -day so that they can mm -hmm. be sequestered together and kind of build like deeper connections. Um, and only, again, to our premise is like you have to build trust and friendship to be able to work on these projects together and to be able to learn in the best type of environment. So that's still yeah. close enough, but a little bit of, of a distance from, from LA. Yeah, and a little bit different venue than the typical ones for conferences and stuff in Los Angeles. They certainly have facilities down there. They're more than ample with their convention center and all that, but it's definitely different. So you talk about this sort of your mothership, but you guys don't, you guys have other events through the year that feed into this, right? Yeah, we have a separate company and that's called Patel and it's a private membership for, um, a, that represents all 70 industries that shape our culture. Mm -hmm. And it ranges from uh, space travel to um, sports and luxury fashion to music. So, so anyways, that's kind of how everyone brings together. But in the world's community, um, we actually do about a dozen 10 year round events. So far, um, we had an event at CES. Were you at CES this year? I did not go to CES this year. It feels like I've gone to every single other gathering ever, ever, ever since. But it's, I've actually, I'm sure, missed at least one or two. One of them was CES. Um, so you all were there and somewhere amid the masses doing, where were you all headquartered there? Yeah, we actually hosted one of our world's community events with Cirque du Soleil. Okay. Um, so we had an event there. We also had at South by Southwest, um, we hosted a world's event with SNAP. Um, mm -hmm. We just got back from Cannes and we hosted two events um, in Cannes for the world's community. So, you know, when I think about like creating a community or creating a summit, I always think about, you know, what can you do that's 10 times better than anything else? You know, what can you yeah. do that's completely different from anybody else? 
And so whether it's Sammy mentioning the mentorship lunches or whether it's Meet the Masters or even on our main stage, we're kind of creating theater or creating friendships that lead to partnerships. Everything we really kind of focus on is doing things differently to be able to have piercing value so that the people that come to Worlds, they can meet their most important friends and business opportunities. So it's for networking. And then two, yeah. so they can learn from the best masters and from each other how to be better at their jobs and how to be better at their lives. And it's important. It's fun. important. I, I, yeah, I, it's important, I think, to try to talk about because it seems to me the Worlds is, as you mentioned, 70 verticals there. You guys really aren't that focused on any specific industry, unlike most trade shows or conferences of really I can think of, you know, they're in technology or they're or some really tiny corner of technology sometimes, or they're maybe it's a variety thing or it's in, you know, this business or that business, but you guys really sort of skate across the top of all of that. So beyond making partnerships, beyond doing all that, what's, what's sort of the through line that defines what you guys want to include and what you don't? How do you define what's a world's event and what's sort of like, yeah, it's not really what we do. Yeah, no, I think that's a great point. I think that is why we took a different approach. And instead of you being in the room with uh, people that are only in fashion or only in the beverage space or only mm -hmm. in the gaming space, you know, world is multidisciplinary. So the through line for everyone is that they're marketers and that they're brands or they're innovators. And so imagine how much you can learn if you're in gaming from somebody that's in fashion and that's doing the direct consumer business. Or imagine how much you can learn from somebody in sports or around creating fandom in the music industry. So I think the whole idea is to be able to learn from each other how to be kind of level up your career. And so that's the interdisciplinary, interdisciplinary nature of it. Okay, but it's really more of a personal development, personal slash career development. It's both of those. It's really about, you know, maximizing who you are as a human and as an employee slash executive slash entrepreneur more than it is about, oh, I'm going to go and I'm going to learn about the things that I work on all day long, right? So get out of your no. comfort zone and try some different things. Yeah, I would say first and foremost, if you're a marketer that's trying to learn about story making, like uh -huh. it's, you're going to be able to, in a piercing way, learn how to do that. So whatever your job is, whether it's mobile, whether it's direct to consumer, whether it's audio, whether it's social, you're going to learn that at Worlds. I think number two, on top of that, you're going to be able to level up your life also to be able to learn from someone like Jim Quick, Jim Quick about how to be able to um, uh, uh, hack your way into being smarter and being more efficient with your time. So first and foremost, it's definitely about um, improving your uh, skill sets. So, but the, the, there is that through line of marketing. The marketing people in these spaces are across all these different industries. That there's that, that beyond that. How you talk about brands? How you talk about that? I just I'm just trying to get to that sort of how they talk about the companies they work for. Really, ultimately, that's what marketing is. That seems like the core of what you guys are. Correct? For sure. Yeah. I mean, we're very specific about like who world is for, and it's for marketers that represent brands and culture shaping brands and people in innovation trying to solve their most important problems. And that's why we have such high level speakers. You know, again, someone like Raja, he's like the top five marketer in the world teaching mm -hmm. courses or Marie, who's the CMO of Calvin Klein, teaching courses right. on topics that allow 
the participants to be more successful in their careers, get promotions, get raises, and kind of level up their game. And then the second thing is, yeah, I think they become better. We help them become better humans as well through all kinds of that health and wellness and social impact work that we do as part of our programming. One of the things to keep in mind also, because world is open source, we have other communities that are there. So if you ever want to, you know, uh, connect and showcase the work that you're working on, like, you know, that's why we created a world is to give you an even greater voice to be able to share your vision with everybody else. Well, thank you guys. I really appreciate the time, Roman. It looks like uh, nice to see you guys uh, blossoming. Um, as a man named Bloom, I'm all about blossoming. So <laughs> we um, love that. That's a good one. <laughs> anyway, so I'll talk to you guys later. Thank you so much. Well, that was my conversation with Roman Cinder of Worlds. I hope you enjoyed it, and I hope it intrigued you and made you think a little bit about where conferences and where creativity and marketing and technology can go. Hope to see you at the conference. If you're there on day two for some reason, I would love to have you come up and say hello. I'll be there and have a big blank stare on my face, but I'm sure I'll be enjoying myself. In the meantime, if you like what you hear, please rate, review, and share this podcast out there and tell the magic algorithm machine how much you love me. If you really like what you hear, um, the site that hosts and syndicates what I do, Anchor.fm, makes it possible for you to be a supporter of the podcast, and I would greatly appreciate that. I can't tell you how much it would mean to me to have uh, your dollars helping support the things I do to try and make uh, interesting content for you. In the meantime, you can also reach me on LinkedIn at David L. Bloom or on Twitter at David Bloom, and I believe you can send an audio message to me through anchor.fm on all the platforms on which I can be found. And let me know what you think, if there are questions or ideas or stories you'd like to see me get into or areas you'd like me to cover, let me know. I'd love to hear from you. In the meantime, uh, this is David Bloom for Bloom and Tech, over and out. You've been listening to Bloom in Tech. I am your host, David Bloom. Thanks so much. And our podcast has been sponsored in this episode by Fabric Media in Venice, California. Take care, everyone. Thank you.